This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, January 18th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to Part 7 of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Where do the benefits come from? The biggest benefit is keeping the lights on. If you look at some of the mitigation measures we're taking against uh, the, the wildfires, part of those would be undergrounding transmission lines, which will take years, if not decades. Part of it is putting smaller grids in the local cities where you can generate power for the important, the hospitals, the schools, the uh, police, etc. But everybody needs to have those kinds of functionalities. And so when we start looking at those kinds of functionalities, they'll be supported by more intelligence from the grid. The key is to generate the power we need to implement those functionality. We need to better manage this value, this intermittent power that we get from the solar and the wind. Because sometimes the sun just doesn't shine. Sometimes it actually gets clouded, uh, sometimes by smoke, and sometimes the wind doesn't blow. And that's not necessarily at the same time people need power and they don't need power. So this whole thing has to be better balanced. And as I was saying earlier, the grid communicates amongst its members at the speed of light. And so no matter how you think of the political boundaries of the power grid, Everything is connected together. And what this bill is clearly showing is that they now realize that not only are all the aspects of the grid connected together, but aspects of other things like water is part of the same equation because water desalination or any kind of purity water takes energy for it to run. Similar on sewer, similar on transportation. So these are all connected. The project that addresses these problems is a very large scope project. Thanks for bringing in the water energy nexus, Pat. I appreciate that. And and again, it's so refreshing to hear such a clear and concise uh, vision of what's happening here um, in the U.S. when it comes to the grid. It's it's just it's a remarkable opportunity, as you mentioned. And 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 if we can focus on that for a second, Mona. Can you walk us through, you know, let's follow the funds a bit. How can companies capitalize on this bill and modernizing the grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Inflationary fears, swinging commodity prices, and unpredictable geopolitical conflicts have greeted the U.S. chemical processing industry as it kicks off 2023, and careful, consistent maintenance will be necessary for producers to bolster production of high-demand products like ethylene while meeting emission reduction standards. Industrial Info is tracking 250 maintenance-related projects, totaling more than 865 million dollars in value in the U.S. chemical processing industry that are set to kick off in first quarter 2023. 
The federal forecast for the price of Henry Hub hinges in part on operations at Freeport LNG's liquefied natural gas terminal, where ongoing delays are making for something of an uncertain future, though it seems there's a good case for a lower-for-longer outlook for the price of natural gas. Only twice so far in 2023 has front-month Henry Hub hit the $4 per million BTU range, and it spiked only to about $5 in late December as a deep freeze descended on much of the continental United States. The U.S. Department of Energy has announced a conditional loan of $700 million for Ioneer Limited's Rhyolite Ridge Lithium Boron Project in Silver Peak, Nevada, which could be the second operational lithium mine in the U.S. Ioneer has announced three offtake agreements for lithium from the project and continues to pursue other partners. The proposed loan is for approximately 10 years and is being offered to the DOE Loan Programs Office's Advanced Technology Vehicles Manufacturing Program, which aims to support the Biden administration's efforts to boost domestic production of critical minerals such as lithium, rare earth elements, nickel, and cobalt that are key to clean energy technologies such as EVs and related components and materials. And Germany and Norway have extended their long-standing cooperation on fossil fuel to encompass the burgeoning hydrogen sector and the creation of a hydrogen pipeline connecting both countries. They have agreed to establish a strategic partnership on climate, renewable energy, and green industry to achieve share climate goals, create new green industries and jobs, and strengthen energy security. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.